Hello and welcome. This is Connie Reagan Green from HugeProfitsTinyList.com. And today I have the pleasure of speaking with Michelle Sism. Welcome, Michelle. Oh, hey, Connie. Thank you for having me. Well, you know, we had spoken just for a, a moment before I started recording, and we were saying that we've been following each other for a few years. I know. And this is our first chance to actually speak. So I'm so excited about that. Yes, it's going to be great. <laughs> All right. Now, now, Michelle, I don't know that my um, audience and, and readership really has heard much about you. Now, I could be wrong because we all know that you know everybody's on everybody's list and sometimes we just don't mention someone, but I have quite a few people that I really want to make sure they know who you are and what you do. So tell us just a little bit about your background. Absolutely. Um, you know, I am uh, all about business <laughs> and have been my entire life. I'm a third-generation entrepreneur, so, you know, I was born into one of those families that um, – you know, they had children to guarantee they had employees, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, it all started very early in life. I started uh, working in our, our stores back when I was about five years old. So, seriously, my entire life. But um, the majority of my life I spent building a trucking company and uh, about 25 years in the trucking industry, which is, you know, a very unique situation. And 2007 we sold the trucking company and retired and um, you know I thought I was going to I was living the American dream going to live the life of Riley right (laughs) and I forgot that my kids were still in high school and my husband still had his own business and I ended up pretty much on the couch and you know going crazy you just cannot do that to an entrepreneur right we lose our identity if we went at at those points in our lives and but I and envy so, you being part of a of a huge business like that. Yeah, Imagine yeah. the experience that you got in all kinds of areas. That's exactly right. And and I credit it every day for what it taught me. It was amazing what I learned building that business and, and getting it to a point of going through the process of selling a large business. You know, that was very yes. valuable information as well. And uh, so, you know, in 2009, I thought, oh, gosh, there's got to be something out there for me to do, right? (laughs) And um, you know what I did? I hired a business coach, and I said, help me. Tell me what I can do. (laughs) And so, yeah, we took took the, you know, I have just so much business knowledge, and I thought, you know, I'm just going to go out and start sharing that knowledge with entrepreneurs and, and, um, set out to create a business and I built decisive minds um and you know I did six figures my second year so it was it was a really good path for me it the path was a little different than what I expected I kind of fell into this um social media arena what you know I went out to actually find my own clients on social media so I went to to I started teaching uh, taking classes and going to events and everything I could to learn how to use social media, and I'm very strategic. So when I look at social media as from the strategy angle, from the marketing strategy angle, it just blew me away. And um, after, you know, I guess almost to the end of my first year in business, my coach said to me, Michelle, you have got to teach people what you're doing. This is unbelievable. And so, you know, I started teaching social media. I started talking about blogging. I know that that you know you love blogging Connie as well and yes. there's so many pieces to that puzzle and to that you know this whole social media arena that are so beneficial 
to small business owners and entrepreneurs, and I just fell in love with it. I really did. So now I you have a fabulous business. I um, I focus really on three different things. I work with entrepreneurs who want to learn how to do social media marketing, so I do teach that. I have a, a leg of my business that teaches people how to have social media businesses, businesses as a social media manager. So I created an association called the Global Social Media Managers Association, and we support social media professionals. And then the third thing I do is I'm a business coach, and so I get to work with the people I love on a daily basis, entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs just hold my heart. And, um, you know, I get to help them expand their businesses and find clients and learn about their marketing and all of that. So it's fun. I love what I do. Well, it's so, so exciting. And, um, yeah, I guess you came online, you know, just just after I did. And, um, you know, I I don't know – what your experience has been with that, do you find that we're at a disadvantage because we came on a little later, or do you think perhaps we're at an advantage because we see things differently? Yeah, I, I'm thinking that it's probably an advantage because we do see things a little differently. And, um, you know, when I, I, I happen to be a person who can make really – I make quick decisions – Thus, the name Decisive Minds. <laughs> I'm very yes, decisive. Yes. And um, I take massive action and implement like crazy, and I know you do the same thing. And so those, you know, I honed those skills in owning other businesses. You know, I, you know, owning the trucking company. We owned a grocery store. I was a Mary Kay sales director for five years. So I honed skills in those other areas that in this arena work very well. And uh, so, yeah, I think it was an advantage. I, I think it's still an advantage. We are we are still so early in this game if we look at social media and what's happening online. Um, you know, it, it's still a wide-open place. And I know a lot of people come into this arena and, and are scared because it seems to be so many people. But, um, you know, I, I still think it's very lucrative, Connie. Yes, yes, I, I really agree with you completely on that. And it seems like so many people um, use that maybe as an excuse. The economy mm-hmm. was an excuse for a while, and that's really going away. And then, oh, no, everybody was already here before I arrived, so I can't possibly do anything. Right, but, right. You know, I think you and I both, we, we get up and, and get going with everything. So with social media, because I think we came online about the same time where social media was just in its infancy. Yeah. And actually, my my first year, you know, Facebook was still for college students, so um, even though I had been taking some classes at a university because I, I was a professional student at that time, uh, I didn't hear about it. So um, other other people besides the people I were I was hanging with were talking about it. But mm. what do you see as a major change in social media just in the short time? Mm. Um, I would say, well, number one, the sheer volume of people is unbelievable. You know, if I if I look at social media, if I Look at Facebook um, in particular. Let's just talk about that for a second. Okay. 800 million plus people <laughs> in one area, in one spot, right? Half of them every day on the same website. Um, coming out of industries where if you wanted to get access to, you know, millions of people, it was a multi-million dollar ad campaign, right? right. If you wanted to get international access, a multi-million dollar ad campaign. Last year I had clients in six different countries. I met them all through social media. You know, I'm not spending millions of dollars on my ad campaigns, right? I mean, <laughs> it's just unbelievable. Um, 
watching the whole uh, the IPOs coming out recently. You know, the, we did the LinkedIn about what I guess nine months ago, and Facebook yeah. last week, and um, you know, there's value. People are are putting the value on that. There are just so many things, and you know. One of the things that keeps just popping in my head here is, and it really goes back to what we were just talking about, was, um, yeah, we talked about the economy being bad for a while, and now we're starting to find other things to blame it on. The fact of the matter is we, you know, in the United States, we go through this about every 20 years. Um, You know, it might be 25, something like that. But we've had, in my lifetime, we've gone through this a couple of times. And um, my father, who has been, you know, he's just, he he has been an entrepreneur for 60 years now, and uh, and he's always said that it's the times like this that weed out the weak, right? Yes. So, you yes, know, we I, have to step it up, that. and and I think social media, there's no excuses when it comes to social media. It's just a strategy. We we figure out the strategy, the things that work, and we do them. We repeat them over and over and over. I tell all my clients, consistent and persistent. That's the name of the game. So, yeah, I think it's... Yeah. Yeah. I think it's powerful. Yeah, because my background was in real estate, so mm-hmm. um, oh yeah, you know, I'm Oops. still I'm still a broker, so I can have my medical insurance through a group plan. Right. And I was a residential appraiser until about uh, three years ago. I I let that go, but people uh, tend to forget that. Yeah. That we go up and down, and we went down, we dipped down lower this time, but then it goes back up if you look, you know, right. over over time. I've I've been in real estate since. Um, the early 80s was when I first got interested in, and got a license and everything. And yeah. so it seems to be that same type of thing, that things go in cycles, and you just have to look for the opportunities everywhere that you are. I agree. Now, you have something on your site that I love, your your quote. You say, I am so thankful that as humans we have the ability, for the most part, to decide how we will live our lives. I feel blessed to live a life of decisive, positive influence. And I love that very, very much. Uh, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I do. I um, I do feel blessed, number one. And I love that I can have this ability to make decisions. I tell people all the time, do I make the right decision every time? No. <laughs> no one does, right? No, no that's, but at that's least part I of the fun decisions. of growing yeah. and learning. Yeah. I, I made a decision. I moved forward because, listen, indecision. There's no forward step with indecision. So I make that decision. I move forward. And then when I need to adjust, I adjust. I don't even get hung up on the fact that I made the wrong decision. I never make hugely bad ones. You know, I don't. (laughs) I'm good at it. But um, I also don't get stuck in that worry. And, yeah, it is truly a blessing to live this life. What I think is that, you know, you've really... Uh, grown your your muscle for making decisions, and that's why yeah. when you said that you you know that you don't make uh, poor decisions, it's because you've made it a point to get that experience and continue doing that. And so many people are not are not moving forward in that way. They're kind of frozen in indecision, right? And don't don't get moving on things that you know we would really hope that they would get moving on. All right, well, I'm looking at your books, and you are quite as prolific as I am. I just love that we can write books and get things 
Me going. too. <laughs> <laughs> and I want, let me see now, you have one um, using Facebook for business, seven rules for creating and profiting from your Facebook fan page. Yeah. So, and I know that you, you have a little gift you're going to give our listeners later on, I don't you? I do, I oh, do. Oh, I'm so excited, but don't, <laughs> don't tell us quietly yet. Okay. We, have, we have more time to, to talk. <laughs> so now, talk about Facebook fan pages, because that's something that has really changed, and I guess will continue to change. So in 2012, you know, where are you seeing um, Facebook really going with, with pages? Yeah, I think that, you know, we just went through a major overhaul, you know, which, by the way, <laughs> I guess it's job security for somebody who teaches social media, right? <laughs> it is, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I had, it's kind of funny. I had just taught, uh, I, I created a huge module for a program I was developing on Facebook fan pages, and two days later they changed the entire thing. I had to go back oh, no. and change the entire module two days after I did it. But, oh. you know, that's how it works when we do <laughs> stuff like this. It's not that big a deal. I think that um, fan pages still pay, pay, play a huge part in our um, business and in business in general. You know, I talk a lot about relationship marketing. I'm sure you do too. We hear a lot about it, this whole no like, trust, buy, where you build pe- uh, take people through a relationship with you, makes it easier for them to buy from you. And a Facebook fan page can be a huge part of that relationship um, builder. One of the things I love about the new timeline is the whole idea of telling the story of you and your business mm-hmm. and going back and creating milestones and, and you know, putting in, you know, you can create a milestone for the day that you decided to start your business and you can add a picture maybe of what you look like at that point or, or you know, the, the front of your building if you have a retail store or anything like that and tell why you want to start your business. And then maybe if you're, um, you know, maybe you develop info products and maybe you, uh, the day this certain info product came out, you can create a milestone on that timeline and show. And so, you know, I've always found it really interesting when I watch like 2020 or Newsweek or whatever, or, you know, any of those kind of shows where they show the timeline, right? Mm-hmm. I love timelines. I always have. And it's because you can see that progression, that growth in that business and people can come in to your fan page when you create the story of your business. They can come into that fan page and they can feel like they belong, like they uh, get it. They're part of the story now. And that's, that's a huge part of relationship building. You know, my clients who are coming into my coaching programs, they have taken themselves through building a relationship with me. And my fan page is a big part of that. So, yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually loving the changes. Because uh, I haven't heard anybody describe it the way you just did. I think you, oh, it you was go. just beautiful the way you described it and um, really makes so much so much sense that we do like to see the points in time, our history. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Why do people love People Magazine, right? We want to know about other people and other businesses and what they yeah. did and how they did it and how they grow and, yeah. Yes. Now, do you still see uh, large businesses, large corporations using uh, fan pages? Is this something that's continuing? I do. I, I see them doing it in big ways. They're they're using them to um, uh, run uh, contests and get people involved. They are really, really working on engagement there. Uh, it is, you know, as somebody who teaches social media, I do 
you know, I kind of notice it everywhere. And so, you know, like um, even maybe watching The Voice. I don't know if you ever watched The Voice. I love that show. They, no, that, um, that's the one where they're they're it's people competing with singing. Yes. Is that what that is? Yes. Okay, okay. Yes, and they are very social media engaged. Okay, so at the bottom, you know, they're very Twitter engaged on The Voice, and uh, you know, at the bottom, you you see the uh, the Twitter feed for the stars who are on the show. You see the the, the hashtag to use to talk to other people. So like. You know, Adam Levine is one of the experts on that show, and so it's like um, pound Adam's fans or whatever, right? So you, you get very engaged in that show by joining on the conversation on Twitter while you're watching it. And so it's it's brilliant to see what some of these bigger industries are doing, the, the TV shows are doing, what, you know, the big retail chains are doing or the, the Coca-Colas out there. They're all using social media in very unique ways it's it's quite interesting to see what they're doing you know i've noticed i don't know if you watch any late night i i don't stay up so late because i like to get up early and write so i record if i want to see uh, jay leno or david letterman mm-hmm. and i notice especially with jay leno it seems like the guests will come out and many times they'll tweet right when they're there mm-hmm. and they'll talk about that and i'm wondering if it's contrived, I'm wondering if the producers have told them to do so, and if so, is there anything wrong with that? Um, some of it may be contrived, um, but but I can tell you that it's not hard to do. And so there have been situations that I've been in. I'll give you an example. I was in Vegas uh, about a year and a half ago at a mastermind meeting, and my coach has, had set up a trip to Zappos. We were going to the Zappos headquarters, and we were going to have a tour. And so we were on the bus headed to Zappos, and I tweeted, oh, my gosh, I, you know, and you know what Zappos is, right? I mean, yes, a big yes. giant shoe chain, right? Oh, yeah. Any woman who loves shoes, Zappos <laughs> is like heaven. Yes, and I've, so, I've ordered from them. I guess everybody, yeah. everybody has maybe. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, it's not just shoes anymore. But So I tweet, oh, my gosh, I cannot believe I'm on my way to Zappos to take the tour. Two seconds later, I get a tweet back that says, Michelle, we can't wait for you to get here from Zappos. Oh, wonderful. So they're managing that. They're very managing well. it. And those shows can be doing the same time, same thing. You know, um, I go to a lot of live events. And, those, and at the live events, there are uh, people there who are actively managing the backside of the social media going on. So there are conversations happening on Twitter. There are posts happening on Facebook. There's interaction happening the entire time, and it's real because I'm engaged. I'm engaged with whoever else is in that room and who's tweeting about what's going on. And, and sometimes they, you know, during the breaks, uh, they'll put the Twitter feed up on screens, and you can, you know, you're watching your name go by, and there's engagement there, right? You're yes, even because I know when I've been in an event where they do that, I make sure that I'm tweeting because I want my name to That's appear. That's right. It's visibility. <laughs> it really is. I want someone to know that I'm there in the room. And many times someone will turn around and say, oh, there you are. I didn't, I didn't see you before. Mm-hmm. And if somebody, right. I didn't see them, they didn't see me, but we saw it up on the screen. And so it all, it all comes to pass. So besides visibility, though, is it good for reputation management? Right. Yeah. That type That's of thing? huge. Huge for reputation management. Um, I was having a conversation with um, a doctor, actually, 
uh, no, wait, he's a chiro- yes, he's a chiropractor. And we were discussing um, social media and his practice. Um, and his concern was that maybe some of you know some of the patients might not be so nice on social media, right? He didn't want mm-hmm. to have a fan page because he didn't want to have a platform for them to be not so nice. And I said, I got some bad news for you. <laughs> if you think they're not going to be nice there, they might already be not being nice somewhere else. They're out there having conversations about you. It's whether you want to be engaged in the conversation to, you know, build the relationship and to respond correctly to anything that might be going on out there. So, yes, it is huge for reputation building. It is huge for, you know, I mean, Lordy, let's look at what Kim Kardashian's done with it, right? Yes. <laughs> I mean, she's yes. created a $65 million industry <laughs> out of this whole, um, you know, she's she's built herself on reality TV and social media, plain and simple. Yes. So, and yeah, I know with me, I you know I I'm involved in a lot of charities, and there was one restaurant chain that had promised to give us a 15% discount, which wasn't going to be a huge amount of money, but they said they were going to do it. I brought in when I when I picked up the order a couple of weeks later, I brought in my, my document that showed it was a 501c3, and yeah. it's all local, so people kind of know each other. Well, they refused to honor it. So I went ahead and paid, and I came home and went straight to Twitter and Facebook right. and That's told the story happened. and contacted them, and they didn't handle it very nicely. Yeah. So I thought, yeah, because well, you know what, they don't they get it. They, they don't. <laughs> they don't get understand it. customer service. So. Right. Right. Because the amount yeah. the amount was really about ten dollars because the bill wasn't even a hundred dollars. Yeah. But they had said they would do it, and I was just so shocked when they didn't want to honor that. So I think, yeah, I think companies have to have to understand that we will. You know, take take to the airwaves, such as it is, mm-hmm. <laughs> with yeah. all of this. So what do you have uh, upcoming, uh, Michelle? What can you share with us that you're going to be uh, doing in the future? Do you have new classes on the horizon? I have all kinds of stuff coming up. I do. I'm actually developing right now a um, program about being decisive and taking massive action. <laughs> so Wonderful. I've decided it's time to really be sharing those tips on how I do that. I didn't you know, started paying attention and went, oh, I really do have a system. <laughs> you know, I just do it naturally. So, so yeah, that's coming up. But what I'm really excited about is my event that is coming up in New Orleans in, in October. Oh, okay. Um, right. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, you can find out more about that at uh, www.takeactiongetprofits.com. And this is going to be a um, three-day event. I'll be on stage 80% of the time. The goal of the event is to teach people uh, what I did to grow my business so quickly. So we spend a day on social media. I teach a lot about social media at this event. We also cover um, how I used speaking to build my business, um, how I develop products and services, how I put together coaching programs, just everything you can imagine about developing a an online business, a coaching business, a service-based business. We we cover follow-up sequences and talk about autoresponders. So it's a great, great training event, and it's going to be in a great city. I love New Orleans. Yes, I, I live, love New Orleans. Yeah. yeah, I live in Lake Charles, Louisiana, so I'm about three hours outside of New Orleans. 
and um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm really excited about that. So it's it's the first weekend of in October, and um, I would love to have people just check that out. And yeah, but well, I perhaps to, I can I can even stop by. I'd love. I know love to that be would be great, Connie. Um, I do have something though that I want to give everybody a free gift. Yes, yes, we yes. want our free gift. That's right. Let me now, tell you now about what it is right it you're now. going to give us. I created a three video. A training series on social media, and I want to give that to everyone. So uh, I think you'll really, really enjoy it. It goes through the, you know, the the why. <laughs> mm-hmm. I really want people to understand why and um, the strategy behind it. And and we talk a lot about how, um, you know, how how things become viral so quickly. How how one thing can reach so many people, and how. Um, you know, so many people can share you with their audiences, and it's going out to people you don't even know. And and before you know it, there's people. You know, it happens to me all the time, and I know it happens to you, Connie. I go places, and people are like, "Oh my gosh, it's Michelle Sism," <laughs> and they know me because they're either following me yeah. or watching me or whatever. They're paying attention out there, and um, you know, so it's really cool to know that. And that's because you know, other people share me, and you know, it. it I love social media. Oh my gosh, the possibilities are endless. It so, makes us minor celebrities. I know. <laughs> How cool is that? That didn't really happen to me in the trucking industry. I just want you to know that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you guys can get your uh, video series at www. michelle and that's with one L. So it's m i c h e l e recommends. dot com forward slash Connie. Right, and the Connie should be all lowercase. Is it that, is all lowercase, that right? that's right. So it's Michelle with one L, recommends.com forward slash Connie. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate welcome. you sharing that. And, Michelle, it's just been fantastic to finally connect with you in, yeah. in this way. <laughs> and uh, perhaps I will see you at your event. I attend quite a few events uh, as as well, so that would be Lots and lots of fun, and uh, I just want to, uh, you know, tell you how much I appreciate you sharing your information with, with my people. Thank you, and thank you for the invite. This has been wonderful. It's uh, we we waited too long to do it. We should have should have connected earlier. <laughs> that's, that's right. But the podcast brought us together. That's so, right. <laughs> thanks to love the podcast. This is Connie Reagan Green from Huge Profits Tiny List. Go to ConnieReaganGreenPodcast.com to subscribe to the entire series. Take care, everyone.